Hello, everybody. It's Andy Lopez. This Lopez. is my... Uh, Here we go. This is what I like to see what I look like. Guys, we got Harry. Okay, that's it. that's it for that one. We're doing a little bit different today, so I'm trying to... Uh, Screen sharing has been stopped to share it. Okay, right, good, got it. Share screen. Here goes another one. Here you go. There you go. It's a little bit quiet in the beginning because it's just the way I am. I hope you can see this. It's one of the places I work at. There I am, busy working. Hi, so today we're at a different property. Uh, and I've been coming here for maybe 10 years now. Uh, you can follow the history of it on my website. Uh, and what we're doing t this time of year to all the places, we're remineralizing. It's called remineralization. So just throwing rock dust around is not going to work. Many reasons for that. But, so you have to understand why we throw rock dust down in the first place. So you, you, you think rocks and minerals. Okay, so you understand rock dust is the source of minerals. But when we put it in the soil, we're actually feeding the rock dust through the soil. So it's important that you not only have the minerals, but you have the microbial life there to eat it. Because that's what we're doing. We're giving the minerals to the, the rock dust to the microbial life. So it takes a while to establish a, the microbial life on a property when I first go to a place like on the farm. I can spray and apply the microbials. 99% of them will die. There'll be little dead bodies everywhere. You see one microbial burying everybody. The little cemetery, microbial cemetery. They all die. 99% of them. That 1% will survive. Next time I come around doing it, maybe another percent will survive. After a while, you have 100% survive, even though that doesn't happen anymore. The reason why is man, humankind, are very destructive. They do massive amounts of damage to the soil. So whether it's city water that has some junk in it that kills the bacteria in the soil, all kinds of toxins, chemical fertilizers by nature are toxic. They kill the natural bacteria in the soil. Cocaine for the soil is a chemical fertilizer. And if you go use organic fertilizer on a dead soil, it won't work. The organic fertilizers only work if the soil is alive. A lot of people say, oh, the organic fertilizer doesn't work. I switched over from miracle Grow to organic fertilizer. It doesn't work. Of course not. The microbial life is not there. Right here. Over here. Make sure right here. You can take a close look. You're going to see a wide variety of things in here. And this is something I've developed over the years to apply. And, it, and it's different throughout the year, too. So at this time of year, I have soft rock phosphate in there. I have gypsum in there. I have an organic fertilizer in there, two different types of organic fertilizer, maybe even three different types of organic fertilizer in here. Uh, and there's um, a variety of uh, soft, uh, a rock, I mean, rock dust, which is in a powdered form. So I put a pelletized form, which takes them a little bit longer to break down, maybe a month or two or three months. This piece will be eventually broken down. And then I have the powder in the powdered form, very, very, very fine, which is broken down right away when the water hits it. And then on top of that, one of the things I sprayed, main thing, the super seaweed is a microbiological activator. That gets sprayed all the time. That's 
the liquid microbe in a liquid form with the minerals and everything right away because the plants absorb that. So you're doing two things at the same time. When we spray a plant, they absorb the minerals and the microbe. In nature, in a, in a forest, the microbes are in the air. The microbes are on the leaves. They're everywhere. That rhymes. Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. Fly-by. Uh, From now on, everywhere we go, we have my special drone flyer, drone uh, pilot, take us up to get a view of everything. Uh, these are uh, sycamores. And uh, want to keep an eye, you know, you want to see what's going on, what we're doing, just visit the website, invisiblegardener.com. You can subscribe to get the newsletter. Come a member if you need help uh, to have my book. Lots of good stuff. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back. So I, you're going to find out that I talk a lot about um, uh, rock dust. So we're going to be doing a lot of rock dust uh, talks. I'm going to get a refractometer. I would say I'm, I'm going to do everything in a video format because it's a lot easier than trying to show you uh, waving it at you in the hand, stuff like that. I think the video format is much better. So here we go again. Here's another one. Hang on. There you go. This is Andy Lopez, the Invisible Gardener. Today we're on a, starting a whole new project here. I call it the farm. Big giant place, it's going to be totally organic. Uh, but first thing we're doing is doing, doing the emergency care, things that need immediate care. Look, take, take a look over there. That's it, keep turning, you'll see. That's an oak tree. And you see the other oak trees are doing fine. That one's in trouble. So we're going to help that one out today. So the first thing I'm doing is I told them to turn the water off. Oak trees do not want to get over water. They don't like sitting in water. There's many different problems over there. But first thing we got to do is get the soil together. So one of the things I'm doing today is I'm doing a, a microbiological blend. We already sprayed it with my super seaweed. And if you don't know anything about that, I will teach you more as we go in time. Uh, and then what we're doing is we're applying things to the soil. And what we're applying to the soil is basically it's all microbiologically uh, active. And my engineer says we got one minute. Done. So if you want to look over here, this is all the different types of mycorrhizas that come from this, this one product. Okay, and there's tons of different types of mycorrhizas. And this is uh, Dr. Earth I've been using for years. So. Uh, so this particular one, inside of here, we also added uh, gypsum, which is a source of calcium and magnesium. Okay, and this is a form of rock dust. I actually have about five or six different types of rock dust already. I have 14 different types I will eventually use. Plus we're using the soil planting mixture of Dr. Earth's. Again, I can't overemphasize all, I like to say I call it good shit, see? And this is this has uh, it's made from peat moss, redwood, you know, a whole bunch of nice stuff. But then the mycorrhiza, that's what I want. That's what we want to start populating into the soil. Okay. But so let me tell you what it looks like when we're ready to apply it. This is what it looks like. See. You know, if we were to leave this alone in an environment where it'd be cool and it has some moisture to it, the mycelium would start to grow. If this was made out of plexiglass you will see the mycelium growing in there. The mycelium is what we want to grow in the soil. That's the ancient being that lives here, okay? So we want to take, so the, we, this has the rock dust in it, it has a bunch of other things in it. We're going to start applying it, applying it to the, oh yeah. And I forgot this, see? Here's another source of mycorrhiza, okay? Pure my, mycorrhiza inoculant, okay? And this has a particular type of mycorrhiza. 
There's like hundreds of different varieties of mycorrhiza that the earth has. And, and they're different according to, wrap it up, according to what part of the world they live in, different type of mycorrhiza. But we're going to get a different blend of mycorrhiza, put them all together, and the ones that survived would be perfect for here. That's all for now. We'll be right back later. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to probably, I will be explaining to you guys more and more about mycorrhiza because that's something that not too many people understand, you know, you know what I'm saying? And um, there, uh, each, there are mycorrhizas all around the world and they evolve to say mycorrhiza in Africa are different than mycorrhiza in Europe or mycorrhiza here, see? And uh, I, I, one of my articles I wrote about basically talks about that and explains that when you have a home, Nowadays, you have a home. Plants are from, trees are from all over the world. They're normally grown in a different type of environment, with different type of mycorrhiza. So that's what I do. As I try to uh, bring the mycorrhiza to them, so to speak. Here's an. Uh, I have a lot. Of, I have over 900 show, uh, videos, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm prolific. did half a video that time <laughs> that was uh my uh drone pilot's name sam by the way we're going to be doing a lot more of that uh, it's really kind of fun going up there and checking out the uh every, everything here's part two of what we were just what we were just doing now you know this is a show is meant for you all to be a part of so if you wanted to get on board here you just go to invisiblegardener.com uh the website 
click on a radio show. Well, of course, you should be, if you're listening to it now, you're probably already doing it. But if not, you're just watching the video afterwards. You can just go to my website or, or uh, invisiblegarder.com, click on radio show, uh, then follow the link. It'll say live show. Click on that. It takes you to the station. The station on the corner will say what numbers to call if you don't have a, a, a Zoom uh, a, a, you know, a Zoom uh, program. Otherwise, you can click on uh, watch on Zoom, and it'll bring up your Zoom um, program, your, your, and the camcorder will take over. You have your little picture show up on here, too. We won't, you won't be seeing the picture, so you can be whatever. You don't have to get really fixed up and everything to do it like me. See, I just, but because that's off the screen. The only thing that you'll see now is what's on the, uh, the browser. And then if you have questions, we can stop the videos and we can talk. And one of the things about that, is too, is that you can also, if you have a tree or something, you have, you have a picture of it and put it up on the screen. I can see it and other people can see it. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. So, like, we don't even have to go anywhere. We can do everything right from here. Hi. So we're here on the, on the farm. Lots of construction in the back, sorry for the noise, but that's the way it goes when you're on the work site. We're continuing taking care of the oak trees, okay? We're gonna bring them back. So this is only the second week. I expect it's gonna be a good month or two before we start sowing some effects on it, okay? It takes a while to get the soil together. That's why we do a combination of soil work and foliar spraying. Foliar spraying gets it right into their system. Today, I want you to come over here and take a look what we're using. The white stuff is called soft rock phosphate. The grayish looking ones are gypsum. Okay, and come over here. This is called superchard because it's a blend of biochar and a blend of a variety of other things. Let me read, it, read you the ingredients. It's made with biochar from bamboo, worm casting, human acid from Leonard crab shell, and rock dust. Cool, huh? So there's many different types of rock dust, and that's what you want to do. So we're going to take what this does, and what this does, when you put the two together, you have a perfect food for the bacteria. That's what we're feeding. We're not feeding the trees, we're feeding the bacteria. These two put together because the bacteria needs the carbon. That's why this works really good because it's carbon. That's why after a fire, you see some things coming back because it's the carbon that the microbes need in order to, because they form carbonic acid, okay? And the carbonic acid is what breaks up the rock dust, okay? That's one of the things we're doing today. The other thing we're doing today is we're also, remember we want to feed the bacteria. Well, here are some of the bacteria. This one's called Great White Shark. Again, it's another nice commercial. And it's just full of, of the microbes in there. Then the other thing we're doing today is we're using my super seaweed, which is a microbiological activator. So it not only has the microbes, but the minerals are already in a form that's already been available to them. So we'll spray it on the leaves and we'll soak the ground with it. So that's what we're doing. Oh, one more thing we're doing today is we're spraying them with this special mixture that I make. I call it super, super soy. It's made from soybeans. It's not available anymore. It's from Japan. They had the uh, world's only golf, organic golf course, and they're not doing it anymore. But I, I still have a batch of it, and when I run out, I'm just gonna get some soybeans, grind them up, and have soybeans. And the, the brown stuff you see there, there's microbes in there too. There's one more thing we're doing, is we're using B uh, vitamins, this is Super Thrive. This is not classified as organic, because it's man-made, but it's just vitamins. It's made from the Vitamin, vitamin Institute for people. 
It's got all the B pluses and B vitamins, and that's what we're adding today. Spray and in the ground. So we're going to go to get to work. Thank you very much. All right, so um, let's see. So I, I'm, I'm, you guys should know by now. I'm here every week, every Saturday, and I, I'm uh, one of the things I'm going to be doing is going through my books. Or we already started uh, last in my a uh, couple of shows ago. We went we went through a couple of chapters, and then uh, this next chapter is going to be the vegetable garden. And one of the things I'm going to do is also incorporate into it uh, the videos of uh, when I'm in the garden. You know, so I think I I don't know if I did this one or not, but I'm going to do it again. I think I didn't do it unless I, unless I already did. We'll see. Maybe it's a different one. Andy Lopez, the Invisible Gardener. I think we did. Today we're on a, yeah. starting a whole new project yeah. here. Yeah, we did that one. Okay. Ne never mind. So we'll stop that one. <laughs> Somehow I brought two of them up. You know that? I just love seeing myself. What can I say? Okay, here's a new one. I hope you're watching this. I hope you all can see it. Maybe I'll make it a little... A little bit bigger bring it all the way up there i can't make move it over there so let's try it. let's try it. let's do it that was good right the difference between dirt and soil dirt is what you sweep out of your house and soil to me is a living thing so there's dead soil and live soil i'm plugging in a drip a drip head it's a cute little device that helps you to plug in a drip in. You don't, you know, it doesn't make any difference on top, but I like to put it on the bottom. this really cool thing yesterday on TV that basically says humans evolved because of the rocks were providing minerals to them. You can't eat the rocks, but the rocks, the bacteria eat the rocks and the rocks and the bacteria gives the minerals to us. It's all about minerals. And it comes down to the soil. The soil is not working. You're, you and I are not going to get our minerals. And the trees, well, they all need the same minerals too. Yeah, he wants to be involved in everything that's going on here. He says, what are you doing, man? What are you doing now? Is he management? Yeah, he's management. There you go. See, that's the, that's the drip head. Uh-huh. Great. Right. And I made it so that I cut little spaces out in here so they could go be right in there. And then I also made it so I cut little spaces out in here so that you go... hose? Yeah, so it goes right in there. Hi, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. Visit my website, invisiblegardener.com. Check it out. Thank you. Bye. So, so all my songs, which is good to hear next, next show. <laughs> okay, I, 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 ran, I don't have any room here. No room. There you go. Got it. This is going to be like a series of commercials, isn't it? I guess, you know, if you don't want to watch it, I can understand. So I have a few more to put up here, and I think we've got plenty of time. You know, if I don't, I can, like I said, I have over 900 videos. 
So I don't think I have any problem coming up with videos for you guys. And I'm also creating a whole bunch of new ones too, okay? So uh, just stay tuned there. Any subjects, like I said, I'm going to be doing a video on the refractometers. So I'm actually going to videotape my, oh, you know, I'm going to get on the video using the refractometer and I'm going to show you the different ones that I have and how I, I can use it, how you can use it. So hopefully I'll, I'll shoot some videos in the garden, the vegetable garden, how to use it there. I'll put, shoot some videos in the, uh, in the fruit trees, oranges, and uh, you know, all, all types of little fruit, how the refractor. And we'll also use it on trees, and I'll also show you how it's done on, on leaves. Okay, so here's another uh, part of this uh, show. Doesn't he need a lady friend? He wrote me a note says he needs a lady friend. Is there a lady friend out there that wants the tank? Call me. <laughs> to take care. Now remember, visit my website, invisiblegardener.com. Check it out, okay? Look at that. Nice and green and luscious. It'll fill in even more, but around here, this is, this is really hard environment right now. So we have to fix this. So that's what we're going to work on next. We're going to get your whole garden together. Over here, see all this stuff? We're gonna get it together. So this is the way it looks now. I already added some compost to it. Next week we're gonna add some more yeah, good soil. Putting in the drip system is gonna be really, really nice here. Soon I'm going out again. My name is Andy Lopez, incredibly handsome uh, yeah. and famous invisible gardener. Sorry about all the commercials. That's me. Let's <laughs> just see what's up. I think he's crazy. See, that's nice, right? <laughs> I think he's crazy. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and water some more over here. He's doing drugs, right? He must be doing drugs. That guy's got to be crazy. That's a low spot right there, see? We want that part to be like soak the water in. Then when we get this drip system in, it'll make a big difference here. Fish emotion. So if it says organic on it, you know it doesn't have urea in it. You don't want it with as a turtle. He's, he wants to get involved in everything. Uh, you don't want urea in your fish emotion. You don't want urea in anything. So this is organic fish emotion. It has a natural source of nitrogen. It shouldn't say urea at all in the back here. Let me see nitrogen. See water-soluble organic nitrogen. See. No urea. <laughs> you don't want urea. Urea kills the beneficial bacteria. So if we're trying to encourage beneficial bacteria to grow, no urea. Okay. That's the so we'll give it a little bit of that. You don't need more anymore. Okay. See? We give it this one. Give it to this one. Okay, next. This is going to finish it all up. Mmm, not bad. I did not do that. <laughs> Those are the tree vents like that. Isn't this clever? I made like that here up. we eat through the heart pan. We have to help it a little bit eventually to break it up or something. This is the best place. This is like under the tongue of the tree. Anything you go here, that tree will absorb. That, that's why we picked this spot here. Because you look, it's like almost in the middle of the tree, which is perfect for that. And we'll do the same thing over here. Yeah, huh? And we want, I, I want like a slow, it would be great if we could have a... Okay, this one goes in there. See, isn't that nice? We have these to protect from the tank. 
knocking them over. Normally you don't need them. But you have to customize everything for people. The whole thing we're doing is for the tree, but we're also helping Tank to get his back, his environment back. He writes to me all the time. There you go. This is the one that's not going down so fast, so we're gonna have to keep an eye on it because this, this whole area is really, really super hot. Appreciate if you water a little more, slowly but sure. When we get the drip system around, it'll be fine. Until then, agua, echale agua, okay? Hi, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. Visit my website, invisiblegardener.com. Check it out, thank you, bye. running out of uh, buttons. Don't have as many buttons to push. There you go, I got it, I got it. Oh, change the screen. So, uh, I, I kind of like almost want to stop at the video and talk about it. I can't talk over it. And then if I let the video go, I forget what I was gonna say when I wanted to say it. So I might try to do that, because this is all something new for me. I'm trying to figure out the best way, I'm talking to you, right? I'm off the screen here right now, I think. I'm not sure. Maybe I am on the screen. Hi. I am on the screen. Yes, yes, I am on the screen. So we'll figure it out, okay? So here's another one. Like I said, I have tons of these things. Yep, tons of them. I love doing that because that's always something that, what's the point of Bob, the only one that knows this stuff, right? We need to figure out a way to help Mother Earth. The health of tree depends on the health of the soil. So if you don't take care of the soil, the tree, this tree is not native to here. So Norman doesn't grow in this type of soil. So if you want it to grow, you need to give it the microbes and the bacteria it needs to grow. Simple. And look at it now. It's, it's got, the greenery is coming up more and more. It's feeling happier and happier. Look at all this, all that's new growth. Every time I come here, it almost a third more growth. You can't push it because it has a lot to do with the temperature and the weather too. So no The tree made it through the fire, by the way. Everything got burned, but the tree made it through the fire. I'm going out there again as soon as the people are comfortable with letting people show up because of the corona, coronavirus. Uh, hopefully, well, the rain and everything, that it would help the, the tree. The tree's been writing me letters saying, please come over, I need you to feed me, so we'll see. It knows it's wintertime. It's saying, it's a little warm for wintertime, ain't it? But you'll see, by the springtime, it'll just be glorious, right? Nice and shady under here. We won't have these things under here anymore. We'll have a, a, a drip that'll take care of it. Okay, boss? <laughs> I see you in there. It's more fun doing this, isn't it? <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this because I sure am. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a guy whose tree it was. He always happens to be a photographer and he did the camera work this time around. Out and her own lack of knowledge on how to care for it, the coral tree behind me here was, was really suffering. Fortunately, we encountered Andy Lopez, the invisible gardener, who taught us how to give the tree the nutrition and the water that it needed, and now it's doing a whole lot better. Thanks, Andy. This is actually the very first one we did, so we're not doing it talking with Sam just the other day and he said, you know, everything you say, you always go back to compost. Yeah, compost is the most important thing people need to learn how to make and why they're doing it. 
Because if you don't make good compost, you don't have good compost, your, the trees, your plants, nothing will grow well. It's as simple as that. So we're going to take this fishy motion, put it in here. So it's not your normal fishy motion. I've already gotten to it. What I did was I aerated it. Aerated gets a bubbled air and the bacteria goes nuts. You have 10 times more bacteria than you normally would. About the third week well, there's a little bit of food left in this one, but of the four that we put in the ground yesterday, three are completely empty, so the tree is getting lots of really good nutrition right now. There they are. And here is number four, which is now completely empty. Good job, Andy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. Visit my website, invisiblegardener.com. Check it out. Thank you. Bye. So being a commercial person at ESL, he, he, he did the videos and he put my commercials in the end, which I think is not a bad idea, unless you're watching this, them in a row, you know. That one that didn't go down means that it was hard pan there. That means that the, the water, hard pan is exactly that, a layer of really hard, uh, a layer of clay that has gotten hard. That means it got wet, then it got hot. That's called a hard pan. Nothing goes through that. And we have to eventually break through that, otherwise the tree will die because it needs the oxygen and everything else. So this is Eco Cat. He's going to talk to you a little bit. I hope that you like Eco Cat. He's one of my favorite uh, folks. Hello. Mm -hmm. La, la. Yeah. Oh, hi there. This is Andy Eco Cat. How are we doing today? Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Really? Hmm. Doesn't look that good, does it? All right. So today we're going to be talking about your compost may have GEO in it. Um, so. I'm just going to go ahead and read it, okay? All right. GEOs are everywhere these days, and now they may be even in your compost you, you make or buy. Genetically engineered foods are 90% of all foods sold in the USA. The Center for Foods and Safety states currently up to 92% of all U.S. corn is genetically engineered, as are 94% of soybeans and 94% of cotton. Cotton, oil, cotton seed oil is often used in food production, food products. It has been estimated that upwards of 75% of processed foods on supermarket shelves, from soda to soup crackers or condiments, contain genetically engineered ingredients. That 75% is on the low side, with it actually coming closer to 90%. The Center for Food Safety also states, some studies over the past decades have revealed that genetically engineered foods can pose serious risk to farmers, humans, and domesticated animals, wildlife, and the environment. Despite these long-term and wide-ranging risks, Congress has yet to pass a single law intended to manage 
responsibility. The haphazard agency regulation of biotechnology has been a disaster for consumers and the environment. Unsuspecting consumers by the tens of millions are purchasing and consuming unlabeled GE, GE foods, despite a finding by U.S. Food and Drug Administration scientists that these foods can pose a serious risk. I recently was a guest on a show in Arizona. The caller asked me once again, which asked me one question which took me the rest of the show to cover, and here it is. Does GMO actually, GEO, end up in our compost? She, has, uh, she had worded it this way, if I buy any food that is GEO and then if I compost it, will it destroy the GMO? Most, first of all, what most people do not understand is how to make compost properly. Most folks do not know the difference between compost and rotting food. I tell folks that if you have rats or other animals coming and digging in your compost pile, that it's not compost you're making by rotting food. There's a big difference. If you take food and add it to the soil, it would decompose. Notice the word decompose. Sounds like uncompost to me, right? Compost, if properly made, will heat up to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. That it is not hot enough to destroy the chemical in the cell. Yes, it should destroy the cell and return its elemental composition back to its original form, but it will not get hot enough to destroy the Roundup or whatever chemical has been added. This is especially bad for compost made at the compost facilities, especially those at compost sewer sludge. The sludge is a concentration of many homes of many folks, almost all eating GEO foods. The sludge is a concentration, so the sludge will have large amounts of the chemicals that are found in the gene of the food. While the gene itself will be reduced, it will not affect the chemical and that would be passed on to the soil. It will damage the soil and destroy the microbial life. I do not think the chemical will be passed on to the new plants, but it is possible, especially the system in the soil is not set up to know that a chemical is not part of the food gene. The soil, soil's microbial organisms such as mycelium would not be able to know that the chemical is not natural and may, be passed, and may just pass it along. What this means is that another plant may end up with a Roundup gene. I can hear it now from professionals that this is impossible. Remember, they also said it was impossible for plants with Roundup gene to spread to other plants or that insects and weeds would develop immunity. It does not take a scientist to figure out the damage it can do to the environment as well as to living creatures. This is the biggest problem with GEO. It's not found in nature and to introduce something natural mother nature has rejected it's a very dangerous road to take for humans the soil and all living things we must do not know that how nature will react or, or what will develop from this i wrote several articles about the difference between gmo and geo and how it is geo that we must control it's not a bad thing as long as we use it for the benefit of all, all humankind and not for profit. GEO can save humankind from the coming climate changes. It can allow farmers to grow corn at higher temperatures or even higher altitude or use less water or even be more nutritional. 
They do not need to have chemicals added to their genes. GMOs have been around for a long time as humankind have been farming. We modify all our foods over time to meet our current tastes and present desires. For example, if I grow four tomato plants and that one tomato plant is amazing in looks and taste, I would save those seeds and grow them next year. I now have GMO tomatoes since I am genetically modifying that tomato by only growing the best of that every year and not growing from what I don't like. Everything in nature is GMO and not an exact clone of the parent. We are GMO of our parents who look at the dog, at dogs and cats. All GMO. Do you like lettuce? GMO. Look at the flowers. I look at the flowers all the time. All GMO. GEO is another story. There are three branches of GMO. I also wrote about that in another column. The first, as I mentioned above, we choose to grow what we like, thereby modifying that food. The second is when you expose food cells to radiation and we use the resulting mutation. Yeah. 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 And the third is when we splice into the gene whatever. You can see that these last two are very dangerous to play with since even Mother Nature in her wisdom has not done, done so. She's had plenty of time if she wanted to. So that's basically the show for today. You know, I'm on every week just for you guys. Come to InvisibleGarden.com if you want to see more. And now I'm going to play my latest song called Higher Self. Have a good time. Bye. Oh, he's where it starts dancing. Ooh, look at this butterfly, butterfly. I like butterfly. I don't eat butterflies. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Bye. This is where he starts dancing. Oh, it's here. Okay. So that's equal, that's uh my eco cat. Uh, I I have uh, uh several of them. I have a dragon. And uh, Eco Dog, the dragon is not allowed on anymore because he ate most of Eco Cats and most of the Eco Dog. I know it's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so here's here's another one, and then uh, I get to talk a little bit before we go on to my next show. So I'm going to just try to make this screen a little bigger. Oh dear! Oh, I'm doing now. There you go. <laughs>
Okay, so let's just say, let me just tell you what's, what I do here. See, so the spraying is a very important part of what I do, and not too many people, everybody can do that. You just have to get yourself a, a, a good sprayer. It's a 100-gallon it's a sprayer, has a motor and a pump on it. It's a special sprayer. It's called an arborist sprayer, which allows it to shoot up higher. Um, you can get that if you want to, uh, or you can just buy a regular sprayer, and it won't be as powerful, but you still be able to spray. When I first started spraying uh, as a kid, I didn't have that sprayer stuff. So I bought a unit that goes on the the, host, the bib and attaches a hose to it. It's got a little line that runs out to the to a tank, little you know, five gallon tank that you put the mixture in. And then when the water flows through it, it siphons it out and you get to spray with it. That works. Uh, I also used uh, what's called a fertigation unit. So a long time ago, I saw this guy had a commercial for a fertilizer, uh, and it's called fertigation. It's fertilizer and irrigation. So he came up, and there are many of them now on the market. I just happened to be uh, talking to this one person that's called, it's called, um, let's see if I got it over here. Uh, just happened to contact me. It's called Strong Injectors. It's another good commercial. Uh, and, and it's, uh, it's uh, actually a uh, fertilizer dispensers. So it's the same thing as fertigation. For, and basically, it's a unit that's meant to go into your sprinkler system. So it, it, when the water flows, it, so it, has a, a, it sits next to the main line. The main, it depends on, you can have a, a fertigation unit for each different section. So you have a, a lawn, for example. So you have a fertigation unit for the lawn. You have fruit trees, you have a fertigation unit for the fruit trees. So if you have trees, you have a fertigation for the trees. Uh, if you have a vegetable garden, you have a fertigation for the vegetable garden, and so on. Well, the reason why you do that is because you can then modify the mixture that goes inside specifically for those areas. If you do, like a lot of people do, just have one fertigation unit for the whole property, then you want to have a blend that's suitable for everybody, uh, you know, generally speaking, for everybody. Not specifically for them, but it, it works for everybody. And there are lots of things you could do for that, you know, easily enough. You know, you can use uh, seaweed. Seaweed's very good for everybody. Uh, there are lots of different, my super seaweed blend, which I, I'm going to try to show you up uh, if I have time today. Otherwise, I'll show you uh, some of the things that go into it. Uh, and, and it's a variety of minerals and vitamins and minerals and, and living microbes. But what they're, some of the main ingredients you can buy easily enough, and you can spray those as part, you can use those as part of your fertigation unit, which, uh, for example, Nitron A35 is an excellent product to add to the fertigation unit for the whole property. Uh, there's another product called AgriGrow. It's called Ultra, and it's, I call it the, the, the original pink. I don't know. If it's got a name, AgriGrow, but it's, uh, that's the name of it, the name of the company, too. But uh, you can put that in the fertigation unit. Another thing you can put in there is you make compost tea. So basically, you, what I would do is I would... Uh, and it depends on the fertigation. Some of your fertigation units only have a small opening meant to, they're meant to pour like miracle MG stuff, you know, into it, the chemical in there, fertilizer in there. And it really disperses it out like one one thousandth of a, uh, uh, per unit, you know, one, 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 one per one thousandth, one per one thousandth. So that's a very small amount, but it's meant to use high chemical, you know, high fer chemical fertilizers. But you can modify it to do 100 to 1,000, which is a little better. This is about as most, most, much as I've been able to modify when I used it. And then when the water flows through it, it siphons out 100 parts of the, of the organic fertilizer to 1,000 parts of the, um, of the water. And, and, and that works perfect, too, because, see, what we're doing 
is we're using living microbes that grow, okay, that multiply. So, uh, it, and you can make them multiply easy enough to, uh, enough either put, when you put it in there, or you can have like, what I was going to say is that I did, what I, I call it the tea bag effect. So in essence, I get uh, compost that I already made, living, living fresh compost that's alive. And you, normally you would take it and you put it in, inside a, uh, a tea bag sort of thing. You let it sit in water and you bubble water through it to activate it. The more bubbling goes through it, aerate it, it will activate more of the, of the microbes. You have more and more and more of there. If you leave it in there for a long time, it stinks, right? Uh, but you can also put that in the fertigation unit if it's small enough to put it in there. You see, otherwise you can't really do that. She says that's the compost tea, which basically means that when you use a fertigation unit, you need to change the compost, the, the, you need to change the liquid in there. Uh, it depends uh, on how often you're using it, but because it multiplies, uh, it, they, there's more microbes in there, you can basically uh, do it once a month and spray the whole property with, through, with your, through the, fur, the, the uh, sprinkler system we, we, via the fertigation unit. What I do is I take it one step further and I use it in the spray. So what, what you see here is that it is a spray of this mixture. And what I want is I want it to be a, a foliar spray and I also want it to go into the soil. Every, everything that I spray ends up also in the soil. So, and, and I also add things to the soil, as I explained before, but this, this liquid is basically the microbes already alive, going whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. And, and normally in nature, you find it in the leaves, you find it in the soil. things that you'll notice is that like this one was in august of 216 well we're 220 so uh, i'm gonna I'm, I'm i was just there yesterday so i'm taking videos of everything and you'll be able to see how it has changed throughout the years how much more beautiful it has gotten Okay, so um, 
I think that's pretty much it for today. Uh, and the show's not over with yet, but you know, um, I have a, another, say another um, five minutes or so. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, let's see if I can exit this here full screen. Yeah, yeah, here you go, exit the full screen. And I got, I can put up uh, one more video or not. Maybe I just talk a little bit, okay? That's what we'll do, we'll just talk for now. Uh, I think I'm doing the screen shaving, uh, save shaving, screen share. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna do the screen share and share the screen. There you go, I'm just sharing the screen. So uh, that's me right there, see, hi, how you doing? <laughs> so, uh, and then normally if you were if you were uh, calling, see if you're using your, you assume you would be in the second one there. And if there's, I think we could have maybe 20 people on here. That's what it says in the uh, El Manual. And so we can talk to each other, and that's what that's what the show is really about. Uh, and uh, so, if you have a question, uh, you can always take a. You don't need a video; just take some pictures uh, and put the, have the pictures up on the computer ready, and it'll show. Uh, I, I'm sure that we'll be able to figure out how to see your pictures, you know, as well. Uh, I, I guess you, uh, it just shows your the screen. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out, right? I should be. You should be able to post your pictures just like I post my pictures up and my videos up. And uh, so that's what we're going to be doing next week. I'm going to be covering, uh, I have a, uh, I'll be showing you more of the videos. I kind of like showing the videos to you all, but pretty soon I'll be um, already creating some new ones. And so what will happen is you'll be having a, a brand new video every week as to what I'm doing, what I did that week, right? I'm showing you some of the old stuff because there's so much, uh, over 900 videos up there that I think they and they were well done, you know, so they explain a lot. So I'm going to be incorporating that. I'm also going to be doing my EcoCat. He's going to be coming on quite regularly and talking to you uh, about the environment, about, uh, you know, the climate change. Uh, EcoDog is going to be on too. And then the, the dragon. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he's, I don't, I don't call him Andy the dragon. Everybody can't have the same name, I suppose. But he's uh, he's eco dragon, and he's going to be uh, trying to eat uh, eco cat because he already ate all his friends. <laughs> Sorry, it's and he already ate ate Andy's eco dog friends too, and he's after them. And I told him well, you can't do that kind of stuff. You know, I I tried to give him chickens, but he didn't wouldn't do it. Anyway, he'll be on. I have no idea what he'll be talking about. So next week we'll be back, and I'll be talking more about rock dust. Um, coming up is, uh, is another show called uh, Cosmic Spaceship, uh, and uh, I write music. All the music you heard in the background is mine. Uh, but so this time you're going to be not only hearing the music, you're going to see some nice videos that I can create through the music uh, and lots of different fractals. And I also do artwork, so I might be just showing you some of the artwork too uh, through the video because that's that's like an idea too. I can show you the artwork because I, I just haven't uh, done it yet. I think it, it should work. I, I, all I got to do is bring up my, my pictures. Let's see how I can do this, to bring up my pictures here. And it might even be able to let me share my pictures because I should be able to share the, the pictures and everything. So I got the artwork. And I'm just bring up this, um, this, this artwork over here and see what happens. So I got, the, I got this artwork there. And if I do uh, uh, stop screen share and if I share the screen now, Let's see. Oh, yeah. That, there we go. And I can show you my artwork. 
Isn't that cool? That is so cool. You see my artwork? Just say yes. Hello, yes, I see the artwork. So that's probably what I'm going to do too when I do my show. Because you see, I do a lot of artwork. This is all my stuff. And so I just need a few minutes to uh, get off the air and get back on again. So the, the way you listen to uh, Cosmic Spaceship issue, uh, the same way you got here, there's two ways. One, you can go to my website, your, your invisiblegarden.com, click on the radio show. You'll see a little Cosmic Spaceship link. Or you can go to uh, uh, where you're at, bbsradio.com, cos, forward slash Cosmic Spaceship. <coughs> and then click on the, uh, the button there for Zoom. Or, or 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 dial the number for the radio show. So I think that's it for today, folks. I hope this worked out really good. Uh, I'm going to uh, I I guess 30 seconds, but you do know you're still sharing screen. Yes, I know sharing the screen. I know everything I'm doing, man. So I got 30 seconds. I'll say yes, and then we're gonna we're gonna go off now, and I'll be back again. Okay, I'll be back uh, next week, and then in a few minutes. At 2 o'clock, I'm going to start the Cosmic Spaceship, which I think you're going to really like. You like my music. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you some cool videos that I generate from it. And then I'm even going to show you my artwork. So thank you very much, everybody. Uh, take care now. I got to do this. I'll be right back. Okay, bye. <laughs>